to be able to bring the word of God to those that are lost, for those that are sick, those that are despondent, and those that are de uh, being depressed. Let's thank God for this opportunity. So we're going to preach, bring a word this morning from Psalm 86 and 5. Amen. Abundant forgiven, abundantly forgiven, and abundantly forgive. Amen. Psalms 86 and 5. Amen. God wants us to abundantly give mercy just as we have abundantly received it. Amen. So that's what he wants us to do. It's been, been, been given to us. So we got the spirit of the brown to those who have done things to us, who have uh, talked about us, lied on us, and all different things that happened. We have to abundantly forgive, as God has abundantly forgiven us. Uh, Psalms 86, 5, for you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, and abundantly, and abundantly abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. So he'll give us abundant mercy when we call upon him. And this is the kind of God that we're serving. He forgives us no matter what we have done or what we might do or what we are doing. All we have to do is ask for forgiveness, repent, and move on. And then the Lord will take care of our forgiveness <coughs> because he won't forget. He won't remember what we have done. He throws our sins and sunk right into the sea of forgetting that he don't remember anything. He'll never bring it up when we pray to him. Only person remembers those people that, you know, remember what we've done and the devil will bring things up. But God will never bring stuff, amen, to us again. But we are just grateful this morning to be here. Amen. Just ask him and he will bow down and reach out and touch us in forgiveness and mercy. So uh, Psalms 130 and 7, amen, and we're just going to go through the scriptures, amen, that's what that we have to, that we have here, amen, remember how good God is. Yes. He has said, and nobody could change his mind concerning us. <laughs> nobody could tell him what to do or what not to do. Amen. So remember that. We are his children. Amen. 137 says, Oh, is the hope in the Lord. For with, for with the Lord there is mercy. And with them is abundant redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquity, from all his iniquity. Uh, Israel stayed in trouble concerning the Lord. I mean, he allowed them to go in captivity for years only at that time. Amen, because they were worshiping idol gods. They were doing all kind of things that, you know, went against what God, what God uh, told us not to do. And but he always brought them out at a certain, after a certain time. And he'll do the same thing for you. Amen. Um, Psalms 145. 
Amen and nine. One forty-five and nine says, "The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works." Amen. He's He is a tender mercy for God. Amen. He's a God that loves His people. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and great in mercy. That's the kind of God. Amen. That we say we're not serving man because man don't have, don't want to give you no mercy. Won't show any mercy. Yes. Amen. But we are the children of God. Yeah. He wants us to show mercy to those who have wronged us, those who have despitefully used us. He wants us to show mercy. He wants us to do all the things that he'll do. And we have to remember that we're not to hold grudges. We are not to be looking to retaliate against people for what they have done to us and what they're saying. We are not to, you know, we got to forgive them. Yeah. Amen. We must Amen. forgive them. If you want to Amen. be forgiven, you got to forgive. It's very important that we that we realize that the God we serve is merciful. Yes. He's kind. But a lot of people just want to get back because they've been hurt. And they don't care how they do it. They'll sit back and wait for days, for months, for years. They hold things in their heart against people. And that's no good at all. Amen. No good at all. Amen. Um, Joel 13 says, Surrender your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. See, once we repent, the thing that God probably had intended to do to us was the thing that was going to allow to happen to us. You don't let it happen. Relent me to stop, not to do, run the, you know, uh, revenges. But God is a, such a good God. I mean, look what a lot of us have already done and doing right now. But when we repent, but there are consequences now. You know, no matter how saved we are, there are consequences. They'll catch up with you because sometimes the Lord has to wait. He waits till us are eight, wait till we are able. To handle the consequences before he allowed to happen. And then he just don't lie anything to happen to us. And this this what I'm you know, just people just want to get back. They wanna they wanna hurt because they've been hurt. Hurt people hurt people. People who've been hurt wanna hurt somebody. You know, and that's their nature, that's our nature to get back. But once you give your life to the law, and once you mature in God. A lot of that stuff that you used to do, in spite of you, what you know, you 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 forgive those folks and move on with your life. See, when you hold grudges and unforgiveness in your heart, you're not you're not going anywhere. You're standing still, just like you in quicksand. You're constantly going down. You can't move forward when you hold stuff in your heart against people. We got to remember that. 
God said he would fight the battles for us. If we just leave it to the Lord, he'll take care of the situation. He'll take care of that individual. I've known that to happen. It happened for me. He just don't fight back. Don't argue. You know, I know it hurts. But when you mature in God, you know, you do, you, you, you let the law handle it. Listen, when Jesus was on the cross and when he would die, he asked the law to forgive him for they knew not what they were doing. And they, they did some horrible things to Jesus. And they still are talking about the people that lied on Jesus and Jesus couldn't left here and, and, and died and left here and sent the comforter back. You know, and look at, look at Stephen. Stephen was preaching the gospel. People were being saved, healed, and set in the But look what they did to him. Amen. They stoned Stephen to death. He was the first one to be martyred. But he looked up into the heavens and he sees Jesus standing next to God and he had the laws of Jesus. Don't hold this against him. This is a man that stoned to death because he's preaching the gospel. You know, this stuff hasn't happened here in America as of yet. But it happened in other countries, but it's coming toward us. So we got to be ready. We got to be full of the, the gospel. We got to be full of love. We got to know who we are and whose we are. We got to stand. Because of what they say they're going to do to us or to your family. If they say, oh, we're going to kill your children, we're going to kill your wife, if you don't deny Jesus, what are you going to do? What prevent them from uh, killing your family anyhow after you don't deny Jesus? Well, he's going to die, die for something, die for the right. He said, for God we live and for God we die. So that's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. See, our lives don't belong to us anymore. So we got to remember that. Our lives belong to God. Yes. He paid the price. We are no longer of our own. And the Lord has taken all the situations that come up. And that's where you are. Um, have your hands clean. If you let God fight the battle for you, we want to fight back. So let us mature in God. Let us let the Lord handle every situation that's coming up against you. Uh, Psalms 15 and 3 says, He who does not backbite with his tongue, not does evil to his neighbor. Now, does he take us and reproach against his friends? This is this what God don't want. This is what he's talking about. This is what we should do. We can't mm-hmm. act by this person. If you have an honor against that person, you need to go to him and talk to him. And then if they don't want to agree with what you're what you saying, you know, get another person to go to him. But if they don't repent, leave them alone. Just leave them alone. They'll come to understand what you what you were trying to tell them. Now, what you were telling them that you know it's it's not right what they were doing. It's, a lot of people don't know any better. And there's some two people do know better, but they just don't care. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So they all they want to do is do what they want to do when they want to do it and who they want to do it to. Amen. So let us let the law fight our battle. Everything is just kosher. Amen. Matthews. Let me get glasses. 
Matthew 44, 5 and 44. Oh, my God, Lydia. <clears throat> 5 and 44. Hallelujah. Let us, let us pray for us. Let us pray for our enemies, for those that despitefully use us. Amen. That's what we're supposed to do. Pray for folks who are doing us wrong. Amen. I, a lot of people feel that, you know, I don't understand it. You don't have to understand it. Just do what the words say. Matthew 45 and 44 say, For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even do not even the tax collector do the same. And if you greet your brethren only what is what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collector do do so. There is therefore you shall be perfected just as your father in heaven is. So you, it's, a, it's easy to love somebody that loves you. But can you love somebody who don't love you? Hmm. That's a good uh, question. Amen. Uh, real talk, Pastor. Real talk. Romans 3 and 12. I've learned so much in, since I've been saved and walking with the Lord. It's, it's, I mean, you learn so much if you really want to learn and really want to grow in God. We have to learn to take things, amen, uh, that been thrown against you and love people who don't love you and treat people right even if they don't treat you right. Amen. So it's 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 amazing what God has already done. The example that He's already set, and other Christians have already set. You know that's shown us that what it's all about. I remember one time we was in service and we were on Seventh Street and Third Avenue and Second uh, Avenue, and and this young lady had to talk to the pastor. I mean, really had a cry. And she didn't say that. She just sit there and cry. But that same young lady who who really hurt her, whatever she said really hurt her. I see the tears rolling down her face. And that same young lady, the Lord locked her jaws, her mouth in an open position. She couldn't even close her mouth. I seen it with my own eyes. I'm not telling you what somebody told me. I'm telling you what I seen with my own eyes. She couldn't close her mouth when she she was trying to close and couldn't close it. But the same person that she hurt had to pray and God would let her mouth close. And and that that when she prayed, God and then allowed, allowed her mouth to close. So you know when you just don't hold grudges and want to get back, God will fight for you. He'll fight for you. He can do a better job than you can. <laughs> yeah, of you just go on and go on and on and on. But he wants us to let him fight for us. 
like he told uh, Jehoshaphat, so you don't have to fight in this battle. I'll take care of the situation. So you just sit back and do like I tell you to do, and everything will be all right. Follow the law's instruction. This 66 books will lead you in the right direction. It will help you to raise your children. It'll help you to be a better wife. It'll help you to be a better husband. It'll help you to be a better neighbor. It'll help you in being a leader in the community, in your home, at work. It'll help you when people see how you are. No matter what folks say about you, you don't say nothing. You just pray that God will take care of the situation. And he'll do that. And, and he knows how to stop the it better than we do. You know, you can kill somebody, but, you know, you know where you're going. So you really ain't helped, you really didn't help yourself. And you didn't help other folks who, you know, believed in you and followed you. So we have to let God fight the battle for us and let him take care of every situation. You know, because this thing is too big for us. You know, we, we, we can't win by ourselves. So we need help. We need the right kind of help. And God is the right kind of help. and the best help. That we could ever get. Yes. He can spirit, he can make the wrong right. He can make people apologize to you. Because for things that they've done and said about you, you know they're not true, but they're hurt anyhow. You know, but we got to get over the, the feeling. This is not a feeling weight. This is a faith walk. Feeling to get you messed up. Romans 3 and 12 says, they have all turned aside. They have all together become unprofitable, profitable, profitable. There is none who does good. No, not one. There is, their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues, they have Practice deceit. The pausing of the eight except is under their lips. Whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Discussion and misery are in their ways. Are their ways. Are in their ways. And the way of peace. They have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. That's how people are. They'll kill you, graveyard dead, and won't have no feelings about it at all. No remorse. They just kill you. That's how evil and vicious some people are. They'll slander your name. They'll do everything. To hurt you because they're jealous, they're hateful, and they're jealous. There's no reason for the body of Christ to be jealous of one another. If everybody stay in his lane, his or her lane, everything will be all right. God didn't call me to prophesy, but I can prophesy. He didn't call me a prophet. He didn't call me an apostle. He called me a pastor. And if we stay in our lanes, everything will go right. It'll go well for you. But we try to, you know, run everybody's ministry, just do what God called you to do in your ministry. Uh-oh. 
and, and pray for those folks who are, you know, doing wrong, who leaders who are leading that congregation wrong. God will straighten them out. Remember when David, amen, committed adultery with Bathsheba. Remember how David called Uriah in off the field, off the battlefield, where he could sleep with his wife, but Uriah refused because he said, why should I be in it? Enjoying life, enjoying myself, and my men, my brothers, all on the battlefield fighting, they're dying, they're wounded. And he said, I can't do this because it's going to be right. Well, he did. He slept outside the room and he didn't go to his wife. But David found out about that. He sent a letter battle with Uriah to the captain to put him in the, in the heat of the battle. Uriah was killed because David was trying to hide. What he did because Bathsheba was pregnant. So you can't hide. And in a secret, sooner or later, they're going to surface. I don't care how long it's been a secret. Sooner or later, that secret going to pop up. You can run, but you can't hide for a long time. You're a fugitive. And sooner or later, fugitives get caught. If they don't matter who to get caught, but they already caught because they, gotta, they have a conscience. They have to live with what they've done. So David had the, had the man killed. But, you know, but God sent Nathan to tell him what had happened. You know, that God wanted to let them know what he had did, what he did was wrong. So, you know, he didn't send me, but he sent a prophet, Nathan, to reprove David for what he's done. And David repented. David that. That she was carrying, didn't live, it died. So remember, there are consequences to what you do to others. Even if you're right, even if they're wrong, you don't have to get back at nobody. Yeah. Let the law do it first. Yes. People are hating, children are hating parents, and parents are hating children and disowning children because they didn't marry who they thought they should marry. You know, they're not speaking. They haven't spoken for years. They you don't have nothing to do with them. And that's a misery right there, Carrie. That thing, that's a misery right there. It got to be miserable. Yes, yes. The whole thing like that if it's your mother or your father for years yes. and years and years. I mean, that's just a huge way to be hoping that the people would die. They're not going to die. You're going to die. If you drink poison and hope the next person that you don't like, now, from what you are drinking, it's not going to work. So it's easier to me and to the word of God to forgive that individual or those people and let the law take care of the situation. I like to say take care of that situation. Save, save spelling, but different pronunciations, mm -hmm. y'all. You know, but uh, we got to remember who we are and whose we are. Yes. God will take care of the situation. He will do it every time. He won't let you now. God said he would never leave us, not forsake us. Say be with us until the end of the age. Listen, you're not alone. God is with you. We got God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. We are we are surrounded by angels. The angels are encamped around about us 24 hours a day. We don't have to ask the angels to do nothing. They just send them out to do their job because they're protecting you automatically. You know, you can send you angels to take care of your children, to come up, you know, to watch over. We can put our angels to work, but our angels are not working because we're not doing it. We're not releasing them to do what they can do for us. Send them to the, to the mortgage company. 
sent them to the bank, the different places, uh, credit bureau. That's what they have to do. God will straighten things out for you. Straighten out your credit. Hallelujah. Let God do it. He'll do it for you. But now you don't go out there and get in debt up to your neck and want to, you know, get mad with the creditors. No, you did that, did it? As you did it, make you come in and buy that home or buy that automobile. That's what you, what you want. And you have to take care of your responsibility. God will do it. Sometimes we oversell us and doing things and get caught up in, in, in our credit is a little messed up. And, and, and but a lot of times, you know, you really don't need credit. Remember, God is on your side. He can speak to the market people. Hallelujah. He can speak to the dealership and then speak to the, uh, the people that you're that taking care of your uh, paid, uh, paid off your car, the bank that paid off your car. The people that you're trying to get to pay off your car. He can speak to them to let them folks get their car. He can do that. But we got to trust in God all the way. Not some of the time. I mean, you can't listen to what has happened to somebody else. If somebody comes to you with what they call them and say, child, they look at what this what happened to me. No, listen, my God owns the whole world. And everything that's in it. You know, so we just got to do what the words say do. Trust God. Depend on him. Lean on, lean not to your own understanding, but lean on God. He'll take care of the situation, no matter what it is, what problem it is. Have a problem with your husband. Have a problem with your children. Have a problem with your wife. Just pray. Just pray. God will fix it after God. He might not come when he wanted to come, but he'll, he'll be there for you. And how would he just walk off and leave you there by yourself and he know you can't handle the situation. It, it gets a lot. It gets to be too much sometimes. Or we get depressed and oppressed, you know, and, and, and we don't know what to do. Uh, uh, Pastor Preacher mentioned one time, what do you do when you don't know what to do? So some people are, are in the graveyard. He preached the message one time, come out the graveyard. We got to put our foot on the devil's neck. And make it shut up. That's what we have to do. We're not doing our part. God has filled us with the Holy Ghost. That's power and authority and dominion. Put your foot on his neck and tell him to shut up. Get out of my house. Loose my wife. Loose my husband. Loose my children. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We got to put the word to work. Must put it to work if you're going to win. He's already done everything he's going to do. It's up to us, amen, to imitate God like Jesus did. He imitated the Father. And whatever he spoke, it came to pass. God spoke the world into existence. He said, let them be like their voice like. That's the kind of God. If he did it, we could do the same thing. We just don't have enough. We don't use our faith. We don't put it into action. Faith is the action word. You got to speak things. If we don't have a then speak it again. Keep speaking until things, until things change. Speak far into your communities and your neighborhoods. You don't have to move from one neighborhood because they're doing a lot of drugs, selling drugs and all this drug infested. Speak to the community. Get it done. Pray. And you and you can speak to the neighbors, the people that are in your neighborhood doing all these terrible things. Instead of running, speak to the community. Get it done. Pray. 
And if you don't yeah, you gotta it. do it. If you stand on this word, this word is more powerful than your words. Your words don't mean a thing to the devil. Don't mean nothing to him. But when you say in the name of Jesus, I command you to loose my child. Loose him right now. I'm a sheep killed over my heart That's what we have to do. Thanks God loves us. He's given us the best that you could ever get. Thanks not going to get, you got the more power. You're not going to get no more power than you already have. We used to sing that song, Lord, sing your power. We need more power. You ain't going to get no more power than you got. We're just as powerful as God is. But we're just children. He lives in us. Power. Not power because you because you have your own your job, because you're the man over the job, and you can hire and fire like you want them. God gives you chance after chance. If people talk about a second chance, God, he gives you more than a second chance. He's going to work with you, no matter what you do. But you can't live a life of sin and expect to get into heaven. It's not going to work. We got to live the way God said live. Talk the way he say talk. Walk the way he say walk. Love the way he say love. And agape love is more is stronger than anything on the face of the earth. Love is stronger than death. We got to use what God has given us and these 66 books. We got to meditate. We got to pray. We got to fast. We got to stay humble. Moses was the meekest man on the face of the earth at one time. Ain't nobody meeker than Jesus was. But with how they did him when he was on his way to the cross. Lee Kendall, if we can't stand for the cold water wind up the water, because we go to complain about this and complaining about that, we do more complaining than we do praying. Complaining not going to fix a thing. We got to pray. God will fix it if they give him a chance. Don't give up on God. Listen, he's not going to give up on you. It's up to you to take this word and apply it in your life every day to the people in your neighborhood. You got to show people who you are. They got they watching your life. They walk in your walk. They listen to what you say, how you say, what you say. And they say, how she supposed to be a Christian? That won't say that she's supposed to be a Christian. He's supposed to be a preacher. They don't say that and they'll say that. And I tell them, I said, listen, we are preachers. We are children of God. We just make mistakes. Yeah. If you got some grandchildren, you know God got some. So, you know, but but we got to live a life and to draw people to the kingdom. This is about the kingdom. Not about what, how people have talked about you and lied to you, hurt you. And abuse you. Love some people that have been in prison for 20, 30, 40 years for something they didn't have anything to do. But DNA showed up and set those people free. Because they found out that that wasn't, that wasn't them. And then they won't even apologize for how long they put you in there because the, the prosecutors and the, and the lawyers and the judges and stuff, those people, they will not, they will not apologize for how wrong they were. But we have to apologize when we're wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't take anything away from you if you apologize. Listen, listen, I made a mistake. Will y'all forgive me? I made a mistake. And God will 
Jerry, you want to? He'll throw his arms around you and love you anyhow. But that's what we have to do. Instead of running people down or trying to get back, we got to love our children the same way that God loves us. We are bad children, and we want to uh, tell our children and grandchildren, you'll never make it, you'll never be better. You're just like your daddy, just like your grandma, just like your mama, or Auntie Sue, or Uncle Jim. No, we got to say, baby, you're going to make it. Even though you've made a mistake, grandma, daddy, mama is here for you. We're here to hold your hand. We're here to let you know you can make it. You got to put forth some effort in order to be who God wants you to be. He doesn't put you in position. And now you have to do is carry out what he called you to do. Amen. The kingdom is more important than what's going on in your life. You got to Jesus didn't let nothing get in his way. He moved the way God told him, the way his daddy told him to move. He did what his daddy told him. He knew he had a job to do. Even when he's in the garden of Gethsemane, he didn't want to go. But as long as it's, if it's possible, take this cup away from me. And he said, no, not my will, but thine will. He went on. He was under great pressure. Great pressure. He knew what he had to do in order to redeem us back to God. In order to win souls, we're going to be ridiculed. We're going to be talked about. They call us holy roads. That's all right. That's fine with me. I, that's who I am. You know, I'm a child of the king. You don't realize it, but I'm in a better position than they are. When you come on over here where I am, it's just like they treat me, they're going to treat you the same way sooner or later. You know, we got to stop complaining about stuff. If we get complaining, we're going to fix anything. We, as a black people, we wouldn't have any problems at all. Any problems. Because everything would be solved. We'll be rich and rich. Healthy and healthy. Listen, you can't put put things on people about your health, about your, about your weight and your health. It's you put the food in your mouth. You put those things in your body that wasn't good for your physical body. The devil didn't have nothing to do with it. Listen, we don't lie on the devil too. The devil is a liar, no. That's on you. He didn't draw no knife or gun on you make you do what you did. That's the way you are. You don't have to be that way. You got to uh, say, listen, I'm not going to do this because that's, that's not good for me. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that because that's not good for my physical body. You got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Take care of your own physical body. Well, you'll be able to take care of other folks. Take care Amen. Of your that's the only way it's going to work. You know, I can't, I don't blame nobody for things that happen to my physical body but me. Because I'm in control of this body. But I didn't do the thing that I should have done. Yeah. A lot of things happened to me. I didn't know any, know any that it was that it, something was wrong with me. When I was in high school, I wanted to play football and run track. They wouldn't allow me to run track or play football. I didn't know I was going with high blood pressure until they gave me a physical. And they gave me a physical, and I had they wouldn't let me run no track, wouldn't let me play no football or none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I didn't stop playing sports. 
Sometimes they pray for the school. I would pray for uh, the neighborhood uh, on the parks and, and different places like that. And I'd play football in the neighborhood. And that's what I did. Because that's what I love to do, was play football and run track. But uh, the Lord is such a good God. If we trusted him, he'll handle the situation. You know, but we, we want to be the big boss. We want to do things the way we want to do them, and that's not the way God wants to do them. Amen. So we're grateful today. I hope that somebody was touched by this message. Amen. Abundantly forgiven. Abundantly forgive. That's what we have to do. And to remember that we have been abundantly forgiven. So what but we must abundantly forgive those who have wronged us and did all kinds of different things to us. Fail that. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's what we gotta do. Well, God has been good to all of us. And uh, I thank you for, for those who have been listening to us on blog radio. Amen. And uh, this is Pastor Franklin Goblin from Love and Action Christian Center. Amen. Every Sunday morning on um, morning manor on Sunday mornings from 11 to 12. On Tuesday night from 7.30 to 8.30 uh, beyond the walls on Tuesday nights. So be Amen. sure and listen to but it's rich rainbow word. Amen. Uh, get to the hands of back into the folks. Amen. Apostle Erica. Amen. Amen. We give God glory and honor. Amen. We just want to give a special uh, blessings. Amen. To amen the listeners. Amen. That are listening faithfully to support the ministry of Pastor Franklin Goffin and elect lady. Golfing, amen. We are excited about what God is doing in the city of Miami. Amen. God is truly moving by the power's might. Um, that was a very enriched word. And uh, just like you said, the, it says the Bible says without forgiveness, just like you said, without holiness, no man shall see God. He also says if we don't forgive. Um, and that's a very powerful word uh, to learn how to forgive. That's a very powerful word. And uh, even though we say, oh, I forgive, but I don't forget. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's imagine that, that, that God said, listen, I, I saw what you did last night. I, I, I forgive you, but you know you was wrong. So I ain't going to forget this. So I'm going to dangle this over your head. <laughs> you know, but we, we serve a God that is a forgiving God. And because we are in the dispensation of grace, we're on the dispensation of grace. Um, but that doesn't mean that we do what we want to do. And that's what happened. Uh, people have done what they wanted to do because we are in the dispensation of grace. Grace can only carry us so far, right? It, it can only carry right. us so far. Forgiveness uh, is, 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 is a hard, it's a hard thing to swallow. I'll tell you that. And it comes from different areas, depending on which area you come from. It, it is a very hard, but it's also a... A, a, a systematic process of healing uh, in order for us to, to to be healed we have to be broken he can't manifest his miracle unless we're broken he can't do what he need to do in our lives unless we're broken and the reason why he does that it causes us to be so codependent on him 
codependent on him to 110%, you know, and uh, and that's what he's doing right now, uh, even in the midst of pandemic, that he is causing us to be dependent on him. Uh, and we do have that, that forgiveness. We do have that, the forgiveness. We got to forget about what they did to us. You got to forget about how they tried to scandalize your name. Whoa. We got to forget, forgive the fact that they, they lied on us and they know that it wasn't true. My God, they had to forget about the fact that you, you know, you wanted to start, you had the ministry, but every time because they want something out of you, they want you to come back to do something because of them. Whoa, that's a lot of woe to the leaders, woe to the ones that's out of order. Woe to them. This is a serious thing. This is a serious thing. And I give special blessings to everyone that is resting in this room. The ones that are listening to YouTube, the ones that listen to Periscope, Twitter TV, the ones that are listening, Amen StreamYard, the ones that are listening every on the other 19 black ones that we're listening to. Why? Because this word. Because the word is so rich, enriched. This word was enriched today, you know. And that's one thing we we thank God for what He is doing in this season for His people. So we pray, Amen. Uh, uh, Apostle Goffin, Amen. Elect Lady Goffin, continue to do what you're doing. Continue to press amen. towards the mark of the high calling. Y'all got to remember, y'all are one. Not y'all just one in marriage, but y'all one in the gossip in the kingdom of God. And that's the way it should be. And we thank God for you. We thank God for the diligence. We thank God for uh, you, you trusting God and stepping out on faith to let God use you in this season. And we are, are blessed. Amen. Just to hear the, the wisdom and the impartation. Amen. That God has given you and see all it takes is for someone to give you that chance. To release that word. And you're not just releasing the word just for the ones that are listening on, on, on live radio. But you are, are releasing the word over to 19 countries in 27 states. Won't he do it? Oh, yes, he will. Amen. 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 Uh, we'd like to open up the floor to anyone that, amen, that want to release a word on today in the empowerment. Amen. On today. Amen. Before we just uh, release it back to Pastor Goff. Amen. The man of the hour. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Prophet Lang. I truly enjoyed the word. Amen. Because yes, some people just hold on to things for forever and they they get they don't realize they're they're affecting their health, their wealth, their well being simply because they did not forgive. But if God forgave us, uh-huh. then we must forgive them. Because we'll die and go to hell. That's the bottom line. There's no up, no down, no excuses and oh, but you know, no, we've got to learn to forgive. And yes, it is a learning process. And and we don't like to learn. We don't like to change. We don't like to grow. We don't like that. We want to do what we want to do. But we step into the master's hand. And we learn because he has taught us to do that which is right. When it is, it is easy to hate, but yes, sometimes it it's hard to love. Yeah, it is. But mm. in order to get into the kingdom of God, we must love beyond measure. Love without reproach. Love no matter what somebody done to us. And we must learn to love 
because we grow in Christ and grow in grace and grow in forgiveness. Amen. Because if we get to see the king, when we get to see the king, I believe that Christ will say, well done, my faithful servant. And we have to step beyond what we feel, but do what is right. So if a man says, you did so-and-so, you you're big enough emotionally to say, if that's what you need, I apologize. Because I'm not going to hell for nobody. Uh oh, come on. If I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell and having a good time. But if I'm going to heaven, I've got to do what the book says. Not my feelings, but what the book says, what the Bible says from the beginning to the end, all of it. It's not selective love, but it's corrective love in Jesus Christ Himself. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. We have the 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 honorable amen. Lady Goffin. Lady Goffin, are you on the line on today? Amen. If you want to release a word of encouragement on today. Amen. God bless you. Yes, I learned a lot in the lesson this morning. We need to learn how to forgive and forget. But like the uh Pastor say the devil come bring it back up to you. Yes. And you start thinking all over again because it happened to me. Mm-hmm. I someone did something wrong to me and I hold grudges for a long time. And my daughter always said that mama don't hold no grudge. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning. I have learned to forgive and forget. But I just want to thank God for the word this morning. And if you out there listening and you someone you hold the grudge, please forgive them and try to forget. Just pray and try to forget and forgive. Amen. 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 We're turning it back to the honorable Amen, Pastor Frank and Goffin. God bless you. Amen. We thank God again for the uh the message this morning. We thank God for this opportunity. We thank God for Apostle Erica. And those who are in for evangelist, I mean, Providence Glenda. And we thank God for all those who have been listening. And I pray that lives have been changed. They've been thinking about making a change in their lives because it's for the better, not for the worse. Amen. Mm-hmm. So those out there that are sick, I'm going to pray for you. If any sick people out there, we pray, we send the word. I send the word. I command your bodies to come subject to the word of God Jesus. in the name of Jesus. 90 seconds. Right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever the situation is, whatever sickness is, whatever my sheep care over my eye, whatever the symptoms might be, I'm a sheep care over my eye. I command it to be gone in the name of Jesus. Jesus. From the cloud of your head to the Spirit. Have your way, Holy Ghost. I command your body to function the way God intended to function. In the name of Jesus. And there won't be any more malfunctions in your body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The bells and the people out there who really. 60 seconds. You need to be saved. Amen. Because that's the only way you get to heaven. You can't buy your way in. The price has already been paid. So Jesus died one time and we our time ain't going to get it. Not not the way Jesus already, what he's already done. Amen. Manifested for us to go to heaven. Amen. Romans 10 and 9 I tell you, say that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ 
and believe in your heart that God has yeah. raised him from the dead. Amen. You will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto, unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That's all it takes. Amen. Nobody can keep you. Amen. Nobody can keep you out of heaven. And second. Nobody can't put you in heaven. Yes. Nobody got a heaven. Nobody has the power and authority to put you in heaven or in hell. Amen. So this is your opportunity in, in, to give your life to the Lord and to serve him. Yes. And this, this is a great life. This is a great way of living. God is there for you all the time. Never leave you and never forsake you. You're not alone. No matter what you're going through, he's right there with you. I thank God. Amen. I'm a hashiki osha. Lord bless those who've been listening. Bless the Akashi and Diliashanda. This the radio blog ministry, God. Bless the Ohoshakara, the families, God. Our children, our grandchildren, great grandchildren. Bless the Send the husbands and the wives back home who walked off and left their children, left their families. In the name of Jesus. Husbands, go back home. Father, go back home. Mother, go back home to your children. God, my God. I complain. You to go back home to your children. Amen. 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 God, everybody. Uh, we thank God for tuning Amen. in. Sunday morning, manna. Amen. Tune in every Sunday and tune in every Tuesday. Tuesday night, amen. In the Love and Action Christian Center in out of the city of Miami, Florida. Those who wants to fellowship, amen, with this powerful ministry. The email is down here at the bottom. Amen. Shoot them an email. If you want messenger, shoot Franklin Goffin. This is Franklin Goffin, but it's Pastor Franklin. Well, shoot them a message and say, hey, I want to be connected to your ministry. Amen at franklingolfin43 at iCloud.com. So those who want to connect, amen, with the ministry, amen, with Love and Action Christian Center, amen, with the Honorable Pastor, amen, Franklin Golfin and Elect Lady, amen, Golfin. Feel free to connect with them in the kingdom, amen. One thing we learned about in the kingdom, we always try to promote from within. Why? Because we have to expand the kingdom, and it's going to take just more than one, two, or three people. It's going to take a team, amen, to spread the word of God throughout the world, throughout the nation, throughout our backyard, in our families, on our jobs, in the hospital, in the prisons, in the rehabs, in the hospice. Come on. Because even in our hospice, amen, in spite of what goes on in our hospice, amen, God always have the final say so, amen. So we definitely give God glory on this time for those who are, are caught up in different types of acts right now. Amen. I'm telling you, we're going to send out a prayer, amen, to arrest you in the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're going to send out a prayer to arrest you in the Holy Ghost. Uh, those that are not lined up with the word of God, those that are not lined up with the line upon line and precept or precept, those are living any kind of way and feel that God, that because God has forgotten you, forgotten you, God has not forgotten you, amen, you chose to go that direction. And I send forth the release of the Holy Ghost to arrest you, handcuff you, and bring you back 
amen, to where you are supposed to be. Bring you back, amen, into the line of mind of Christ. Bring you back to your first love, which is Jesus Christ. And we thank you, God, on today. Amen. Tune in, amen, every Sunday and every Tuesday. Amen. God bless you. Anything else? Any pastor golf? Anything? Any announcements of Love and Action Christian Center or uh, you let that lady? Do we have any announcements? Amen for the Ministry of Love and Light, Love and Action Christian Center. Any announcements that you want to bring up? Amen. 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 So we are we're at the closing out on today. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest. Rule abide in this kingdom forevermore until we meet again. God bless you and see you then on Sunday morning, Manna. Amen. Next week, Sunday. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.